welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Maya Fiorella, and I quickly just wanted to say thank you again from the bottom of my heart for all of the love and support that I've been receiving. It seriously means the world to me when I see you tag me on Instagram and share that you're listening. It's literally the best feeling in the world, so thank you again. Today is a very gloomy friday it feels like we've already entered the fall season which is so weird and honestly i'm much more of a summer person i usually am holding on to every last fiber of summer but i've actually been really enjoying the gloom here in los angeles i don't know all of these like comfy cozy pumpkin spice candle feelings have been really comforting and I'm definitely here for it. I also just started my last semester of college which is absolutely insane but I'm really excited for my classes this semester. The further you get along in college the more work that you're doing that you actually really care about and you're probably going to use hopefully in your future career so it's been really fun to have a deep dive into the communications field and i'm just really excited for my final semester and yeah i'm really excited for fall vibes Let's go ahead and jump into our little weekly check-in. Something I've been absolutely loving this week is my ice roller. Ice rolling is absolutely my secret to waking up early aside from not looking at my phone. Also, quickly want to say sorry for the sirens in the background. I do live in the middle of downtown Los Angeles, so if you're not used to it by now, get used to it. There's always something going on in the city, I swear. But anyway, back to ice rolling. I believe Lauren Bostic from the Skinny Confidential put me on the ice roller, but I've been using just this generic one that I found on Amazon. Literally just type in ice roller and the first one that comes up is the one that I bought. I eventually really want to get the Skinny Confidential one, but it is kind of pricey, so I'm waiting to invest in it a little bit more. But ice rolling is so great. It de-puffs your face and because it's so cold, it just instantly wakes me up in the morning. I'm obsessed with it. And because it's been so gloomy in LA, I feel like it's a little bit harder to wake up and get your day started when it's gloomy and all you want to do is lay down in bed. So having my ice roller has been really great because I just force myself to go roll out my face with my ice roller and it's so cold that it just instantly wakes me up. So big shout out to that. Something I'm manifesting this week is finishing school strong. It's hard to balance. I know I've talked about this previously more in depth on my podcast before, but I genuinely do want to finish out this last semester strong. I don't want to say with all A's because that puts a lot of (laughs) pressure on myself and at the end of the day, you know, A's aren't the most important thing that you get out of college. But with that being said, I do really want to finish out the semester 
well. I want to try my best to finish strong. I don't know. I guess that's all I really have to say. So I'm manifesting good grades, but also balance in school. And something I could live without is honestly the heat this week. I don't know. Apparently, I am just really into the fall vibes. I'm ready for pumpkin everything. And I'm even ready for Halloween, which is so weird because honestly, if you know me personally, Halloween is absolutely not my favorite holiday. I am notorious for actually staying home on Halloween and watching Christmas movies. <laughs> Actually, one of my best friends in college and I, our freshman year in the dorms, we didn't want to go out to a Halloween party and that's exactly what we did. We stayed in her dorm and watched How the Grinch Stole Christmas all night. Wild college life, I know. But this year, I'm actually really excited for Halloween. I want to push myself to do something a little bit more outside of my comfort zone, maybe even get dressed up a little, maybe go out a little, I don't know. But I'm here for fall, so I could live without this LA heat. I would love to know what you've been loving, manifesting, and something you could live without. Feel free to DM me or comment on my Instagram and let me know. But for now, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. I've been feeling quite uninspired lately. I'm not really sure where it's stemming from, but I want to talk about this today in more of a rant type of format because it's really frustrating and I know that I cannot be the only person in the world that deals with this kind of stuff. I started realizing my lack of inspiration when I realized I have not been spending any time recently doing things that inspire me, or at least doing them in the same way. I used to scroll on apps like Pinterest for hours on end. I used to put outfits together just for fun, not even to necessarily wear them out in public. I used to scroll on TikTok and save video after video because they inspired me in some way or another. But lately, I don't even go on those apps like at all. I literally haven't logged on to Pinterest in like weeks, which is so weird. And I used to push my creative boundaries throughout the day and lately like I just haven't wanted to be creative. I've been falling into distractedness and it is so easy in today's society to be distracted. There's social media, there's TV, other people, just there's so many easy ways to distract yourself and I've been doing a lot of that recently. I don't really know why. I don't really know why all of a sudden I'm so uninspired, but I want to talk about it because I'm hoping maybe ranting about it will give me some clues onto how to fix it. 
I actually recorded a podcast with my dear friend Carolina at Carolina the Lifestyle on Instagram. I love her so much. We recorded such a bomb episode. The conversation was absolutely incredible. You guys have to go listen to her podcast. It's called Luna. I love her. Love the pod. Loved our little chat. But after we were recording, we were just hanging out and she actually asked me how I record my episodes. And I started explaining how normally I have my main topic that I want to talk about and then I'll make some bullet point notes about what exactly I want to cover. And she might not have noticed this, but it was such a big moment for me because I realized how much... I let myself plan and organize when sometimes it can be really great to just go with the flow and that's kind of what I'm doing today. I'm just talking and letting whatever comes, come. I think I need to learn how to find inspiration when there is none. Inspiration is the process of feeling something usually in a creative way and I guess I've been questioning my creativity a lot these days. Toward the beginning of summer actually, I started hating TikTok and let's not get it twisted, TikTok has given me the whole world and I mean that with every little thing inside of me. I am so grateful for tiktok i'm so grateful that i started posting on tiktok but recently it just has not been the same app for me when i first downloaded tiktok i was fucking obsessed with the app i spent hours every day just scrolling i had the app for months before i actually even posted anything and honestly i posted on my private TikTok or I just saved the video in my drafts for months before I actually posted a video for the public to see and TikTok gave me so much. I gained some of the most incredible friendships out of TikTok which is insane to even think that I know someone from a literal social media app but I do and I love those people just as I love the friends that I have in my real life. And I have this crazy supportive community from TikTok that got transferred over to my Instagram. And now you guys are coming along and following me on my podcast journey. Like, I feel so guilty for saying that I hate TikTok because it has given so much to me when I was in a not so hot mental space with covid and all of that but yeah i guess that's why it's been weird because i feel so guilty for hating tiktok right now but like i do i hardly ever post on tiktok and i don't know if you follow me i'll let you be the judge but i feel like my tiktok content has just not been the same i feel like it hasn't been me which is weird because obviously I'm the one filming and I'm the one editing, but I don't feel like I'm reaching my creativity in the same way I used to. I actually was scrolling on TikTok the other night, which is rare because I really haven't been on the app 
much lately, but I was scrolling the other night and I came across this video and it was of a girl painting and I was just watching. It was really peaceful to just watch her paint this painting and it was more of an abstract piece but the colors she chose were pretty i'm not like a crazy art major or anything like that but i thought it was a decent painting and it was like crazy viral and i clicked on the comments and i was shocked people were being ruthless like so mean saying that you know she should give up art because this is so trash people were saying like why are you even wasting your time doing this in your life like literally they were some of the meanest comments that i have ever seen on a tiktok and i just i hate how hateful social media can be and i don't know that experience really turned me off I was already not really feeling TikTok and then to come across just such pure hate and like over a fucking painting like come on I literally had to scroll for like at least five minutes straight before I found one singular comment saying that it was a good painting like that's fucking ridiculous to me I know that that was just one video that I don't know hit the wrong audience I guess but the app just feels so hateful to me lately and again I feel guilty about that because I used to love it so much and I used to find so much joy in creating content for TikTok and now it feels more like a chore and I never want creating content to feel like a chore because it's not creating content is not my job while it would be really amazing if that could be my full-time job it's not at the moment and I try really hard to remind myself of that consistently because it's not my job so I shouldn't feel like I have to put out content unless I genuinely want to because once I start forcing myself to put out content it just doesn't hit the same and I don't think it resonates with people or at least it doesn't resonate with me and I feel like you guys can see through that like my followers are not idiots they can tell if I'm not truly feeling something so I never I never want to put myself into that box where I feel like I'm forcing myself to just put something out there and I feel like I've really prided myself about that throughout my entire journey of posting my life on social media and then there's the other part of me that also realizes that a huge part of social media is wanting to grow and I shouldn't feel guilty about wanting to grow my community because I love my community I think it's such a positive place to be but with growing a community it means posting consistently and I haven't wanted to be posting consistently i mean partly because going back to the story i was telling about that girl who was painting on tiktok and getting ruthlessly attacked for doing something that she was so obviously very passionate about you know i recognize that when people decide to put their life online there's going to be hate and trust me i've been there i've received it But even outside of the hate on TikTok, I just haven't wanted to go on TikTok because I can't stop 
comparing myself on the app. I can't stop comparing myself to other people's videos saying like, oh, why didn't I think of that first? Instead of, you know, watching the video, getting inspired by it and putting my own spin on it, I've been getting frustrated and comparing myself. And I sit and I preach about how stupid it is to compare your life to someone else's, but I still fall into the comparison trap. And I mean, social media is literally a highlight reel. We talk about this. We all know this by now. People are only putting what they want you to see on social media so obviously it's going to be the highlights of that person's life but I'm not special and I'm not any different than the average person and I've been comparing myself a lot on social media especially on TikTok and that sucks. I dealt with these issues a lot when I was younger especially comparing myself in a physical way, my physical attractiveness or my body or my face or my hair, all of those physical aspects. But now I'm I'm more confident in those aspects of my life. So I haven't really fallen into that sort of comparison. Instead, I've fallen into this comparison where I feel like I'm not creative, which makes me feel this, you know, lack of inspiration. But it's not a lack of inspiration. It's literally a lack of confidence in my own creativity. Wow. Okay, honestly, that is just it. My lack of inspiration in life is because I'm lacking confidence. And confidence is so hard because I genuinely think it's one of those things that comes and goes with Every individual day, I mentioned I feel more confident in my own skin now, but that doesn't mean I still don't have bad body image days. Like, definitely not. I do still struggle, just not as deeply or as often in that specific area. But obviously, comparing myself on TikTok has led to this crazy amount of self-doubt in my creativity which sucks because comparison isn't an easy thing to fix. I guess I usually say to get off the app. That's kind of my go-to response if a follower or just a friend is dealing with comparison. I say, okay, get off the app and then you'll stop or unfollow people that you compare yourself to and then it'll go away. But genuinely, that is such an unsustainable way to handle comparison. I think to truly battle comparison problems, you have to become confident in your own abilities. It's much easier said than done, but building confidence takes time and it takes effort. Like I said, I haven't really been struggling lately with comparing my body to other women's bodies, but that's because I've done years and years of work to heal my relationship with my image and heal my relationship with food. And because I feel more confident in myself and the way I present my body, I don't compare myself anymore again not to say i don't have bad body image days those are definitely still there but i'm not struggling with the comparison trap 
because I've come to the point in my life where I recognize that my body is quite literally the most uninteresting part of myself. I am way more concerned about my intelligence, my humor, my generosity, all of those things I put before how I feel about my body. And so because I've come to this fantastic point, which again took me years and years to get to with feeling confident in how I look, I'm no longer really comparing myself to other people's looks. So yeah, I guess the key or at least what seems like to be my key in falling out of the comparison trap is building confidence or rebuilding confidence. Lately, I've been journaling a lot and I think journaling can be a great way to find your why behind the lack of confidence. Shadow work can be a great tool for combating those feelings as well. Actually, if you're looking for some shadow work, prompts at Sion Camille has really really great ones on Instagram but shadow work is freaking hard because a lot of times they aren't happy answers and they aren't just going to solve the problem for you but journaling about why you're generally feeling bad about yourself will start to highlight where you need the work to be done work as in mental growth and affirmations can help a lot too. I feel like affirmations can feel a little bit weird at first, but I swear something about yelling at yourself in the mirror is genuinely a great way to fake it until you make it. I started doing affirmations a really long time ago and I swear I wake up in the morning and after I brush my teeth, I just stare myself down and say things like, I am smart, I am creative, I am beautiful, like all of those things. And if you keep telling yourself those great things that you're affirming, eventually they do kind of become true. And I have full faith in the power of affirmations in helping build confidence. Actually, one time I was taking pictures with my boyfriend. He's basically my photographer on the side. And, you know, sometimes taking pictures with him can be really fantastic because we know each other, we love each other, and it can go really smooth. But other times it doesn't for whatever reason. And we were having one of those times where it just wasn't working. I wasn't really feeling my outfit. I didn't feel good about myself. And the pictures just weren't turning out how I wanted them to be. And at first I got sad. But then I was like, oh my God, I should just, you know, run to the bathroom really quick. I don't know why I like doing affirmations in the bathroom, but that is just my place to affirm. So I ran into the bathroom of a fucking Starbucks and I just started saying any sort of affirmation about like, these pictures are about to be bomb. I look so good right now. Just like telling myself all of these things and they ended up being really great pictures and I swear it was because of the affirmations. Practicing gratitude can also be really beneficial for rebuilding confidence. 
every single time I journal, I set aside at least one line to talk about gratitude. Sometimes I'm thankful for my health and my family. Other times I'm literally thankful for a cold glass of water, whatever it is. It is so important to be thankful for the life that you're living. And when you focus energy on good things like gratitude, more good things are bound to happen. That is literally the law of attraction, which by the way, I absolutely want to do a whole episode on that. But anyway, I think that the most valuable step for me in rebuilding my confidence has been showing up for myself. And let me elaborate. Showing up for myself means making the bed when I do not want to or powering through a lecture even when I desperately want to watch Bachelor in Paradise instead. Showing up for yourself builds confidence because you are physically and mentally telling yourself that you can do something. You're trusting yourself to get it done And then when you do get it done, a small piece of confidence is literally built in yourself. I guess I've been lacking this step a little bit lately. I started out this episode by saying that it's really easy to distract yourself. And it really, really is crazy easy to just sit back and watch life through a phone screen, sitting on the couch. But... When you do that and you mindlessly scroll, you're not really living your life. Instead of giving into that easy choice to be complicit, show up for yourself. You know, do the things that you know you need to do and build confidence in yourself by doing that. And trust me, I need to hear this right now because. I need to do that. I need to show up for my community. I need to rebuild my confidence, particularly on TikTok right now, because I want to. I want to get back to the place where I thought TikTok was fun and a way to connect with other humans. I want to have my confidence in my own creativity again. So I'm going to push myself harder in that aspect i'm gonna rebuild my confidence and hopefully become re-inspired in life again because honestly i'm sick of it i don't think that these are easy solutions nothing in life is easy and i think that kind of going back to my episode about balance you know there's always two extremes of a situation but it's really important to find that you know little gray space in between that's the balance but in confidence I think the balance is knowing that life has ups and downs I think it's really important to pay attention to how you feel and I currently feel kind of shitty about my TikTok game so I'm gonna work on that to not feel that way anymore and I hope that If you are also struggling with feelings of lacking inspiration, lacking confidence, or just falling into those comparison cycles, I hope that you show up for yourself and do the hard work now. And honestly, it is hard work. 
in a sense that you can't let yourself fall into those easy distractions. And I'm not saying never. I'm not saying never mindlessly scroll, never watch TV, but do it in balance. You have to know what you want and take those small steps every single day to get there. But also know that confidence is not a truly curable thing. You're not just going to wake up one day and be confident. And even if you do the next day, you might feel really low again. And I'm not saying this to discourage you and your journey to rebuilding confidence. I'm saying it because that's honestly just life. Life has many ups and downs and confidence is going to come and leave you Obviously, it has left me in the area of creativity right now, but the most important thing is to just keep working on it. Pay attention when you're lacking confidence, maybe try to find your why, and then show up for yourself. Do the thing that you know you need to do and be gracious with yourself on those bad days because bad days are inevitable. Everyone is going to have a bad day. Be gracious with yourself. Today was a little bit of an off day for me, but I'm actually really happy that I sat down to record. I don't know, this kind of felt like a therapy session for me. I recorded quite differently today. I didn't have like notes really. I was just kind of talking. So I would love to know how you felt about that. If you've been loving the podcast please feel free to leave a little five star and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Reading all of the reviews has actually been making my heart explode. So thank you for that. I hope you were able to take something away from today's episode. And I guess that wraps up everything. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you soon. XX Maya. Bye.